Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2 of the Nasty Woman Club. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I cannot wait to finish off 2019 with a bang and still be in your ears for 2020. I cannot wait to tell you all more stories of inspiring women with inspiring stories. This week on the show, I spoke to Alana Becker. She is the designer, founder, CEO, and seamstress for lingerie brand Des Lovito. But the reason I decided to have her on the show is because the side business venture of the lingerie brand, the lingerie truck, was closed down this month. And of course, that is devastating for any business owner and such a hard time for any business owner to close down a business. But what Alana decided to do is incredible. She had a funeral for the lingerie truck. That is right. She had a funeral for her business. And I think that is so inspiring because there are many, many female entrepreneurs out there now, which I think is incredible. Women wanting to become their own bosses. It's great. But I think that does put a lot of pressure on people because when a business fails, which often happens, sadly to say it often happens, there is this pressure that you're then a failure if your business has to end. And that's not true. Just because your business has to end does not make you a failure. And that is why I wanted to talk to Alana. We spoke about the lingerie truck and how and why she started it and how and why she decided to close up shop. And we also looked at the badassery of the funeral that she hosted, which, by the way, was at the same location that she also announced and had the opening of the lingerie truck. So for all of you entrepreneurs out there, I really hope this interview helps you and inspires you. This is Alana Becker. Thank you so much for letting me chat to you, especially during this crazy time of year. I so appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. How are you feeling after it's been like almost over a week now, has it, since the funeral? Yes. Oh, I thought I was fine. Like I thought I was finished mourning <laughs> um, after I decided to close the thing down months ago. Because I mean, you kind of realize like when something isn't working pretty early on, you know, like, oh, does it have the potential that I thought it had? Or am I just beating a dead horse? I'm like, okay, we're going to close. It's fine. I, I cried so many legitimate tears. <laughs> but then I was, yeah, I was fine about it. Let's throw a funeral. That'll distract me. And at least we can, when we think about it, we think positive thought of this grand celebration <laughs> yeah and may as well go out with a bang yeah exactly so um yeah last week was kind of it was good but um mm, and then it was hormonally emotional i'm like ooh, i don't Aww. have time for this i'm busy <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but it was good yeah, yeah. figured it all out mm. and i have to ask when you decided to close down lingerie truck and also first you want to make it clear to everyone listening 
your actual lingerie business is still open. Um, oh, yeah. Des Valido is still open, still running, still making beautiful, gorgeous. I just need those little silk shorts so badly. I need those oh. in my life. <laughs> they're, they're on a lot of wish lists at the moment. So I'm um, well and truly, oh, it's, I'm excited. I'm lucky that I'm busy in other ways. <laughs> mm, what I was saying before I got distracted by lingerie. Um, <laughs> what did it feel like? just finally saying to yourself, okay, the lingerie truck, it's not working. It was a great idea. Did you feel like you just had all this weight just taken off your shoulders as soon as you realized I need to stop pushing? I so did. It Honestly, oh, that decision to close. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It was like, oh my goodness, now I don't have to worry about it anymore because it was very stressful. Like, I mean, the first few months even, I was pretty optimistic the first couple of months. But then, um, yeah, it, it was just kind of like, oh, Oh no, how do I how do I work around this? How do I work around that? And then when I sort of gave myself the permission to stop doing that, I was like, oh yeah, all this free time, all this free brain space. It felt so relieving. Everyone was just kind of like, oh, it's okay. Like, oh, I'm so sorry it didn't work out. And I was like, no, it's a good thing. Like, I'm so happy. It was really relieving. It was great. And are you now getting more sleep? Is that now better now? It was a, a side project with Desavito, but it is pretty much another business though. It so was. It was very, very different to the business that I already run. In my head, it was just a, you know, a little cherry on the top and it was just going to make everything better. But online and in-person business is so different. And all the customers that I already have and like my, I think it's a community, I guess, everyone that I already know how to talk to and everyone who's tuned in to Desvalido, they aren't the kind of, I guess, customer to show up to events and they don't want to shop in person. They're happy with online. So it wasn't as exciting to them as I thought it was going to be. I only know how to talk to these people. I've spent the last six years like figuring it out. (laughs) And now I guess that's just my tone of voice. I didn't know how to market it at all. And I didn't know how to get people to events. I had a pop-up shop once. I mean, I marketed it the best that I could. And one person showed up all day. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. That was kind of one of the red flags. I'm like, ooh. Maybe maybe I should reevaluate. So what is your thoughts around if you have to shut down a side hustle or a business, what are your thoughts that you're not a failure? You're just you tried something and not everything works out. Exactly. And I mean when you think about every business that's ever started, and they don't all still exist, and failure is seen as such a bad thing <laughs> and it runs really sad for you, but you're like, eh, it's not like I've died, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think the reaction was pretty um a lot of people were relieved for me as well. They were like, oh, it's really, uh, it sucks, but uh, great, thank goodness. <laughs> so um, there was a bit of resistance in the beginning as well. Like when I was telling people the idea, a lot of people thought it was super cool and a lot of people were like, are you sure that's a good idea? Are you not, like you're kind of at capacity already with all the stuff that you're already doing? So I was like, no, this is going to open so many doors for me. I'm going to be able to sell in person, like do all this magical stuff. And, yeah, the reaction in the beginning was like, if you reckon. So those people were like, yep, that's a great idea. I'm glad you're you're focusing on your main thing. Like, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you decide to publicly announce that the lingerie truck was closing down because it just didn't work out? You could have easily just said, I'm going to not do the lingerie truck anymore because I want to focus on more designs or I want to focus on the online store. What made you decide to be not only open about it, but you've pretty much celebrated the fact that, hey, this part of my business closed down. 
It's okay. I'm okay. I'm still standing yeah. here. Yeah. What made yeah. you decide to present yourself in the business that way? I think number one is I I do like being in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, I can bring this around. And I was kind of thinking, oh, I didn't want the whole thing to be a waste of all this good stuff that I had in my head. I had the grand opening, which was, yeah, November last year. I had that at the same venue. I had the grand closing. And there was a lot of stuff I wanted to do at that party that I um, I was actually still building it and, you know, washing it, putting the last sticker on it two hours before the grand opening. <laughs> so there were a lot of things I didn't get to flame into that, yeah, that party that I wanted to sort of, I don't know, I was like, I want to capitalize on this somehow. I want to give it the party that it deserves. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of knew a lot of, not a lot of people, but um, I knew people would sort of be intrigued. And since sailing is such a big part of business and things don't work out so often for so many different reasons and so many different people, I sort of wanted to give people a bit of an insight into that, I think. And I wanted to let them know that it's not all bad. And I don't know, you can always turn stuff around, I guess. I loved that you did that. And and especially you had it as like such a public funeral. And yeah, you capitalize of it. You had <laughs> dancers and a martini glass. And mm. looking at the video, I felt like I was at like a Dita Von T's show or something like that. I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I also had to bring it um, up here because... That was the night Dita Von Teeth was in Sydney and I didn't get to go because <laughs> oh. I got my date wrong. <laughs> and that was the only one the venue was available for. I'm like, oh, okay, let's do it. So oh. um, that was a bummer. But I'm like, ah, we can we can still bring some of the glam to good old Maitland, New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bring your own little like dose of like Dita Von Teeth to it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the reaction of everyone at the funeral, I have to say as well, I love B-Dog's vlog for yeah. the Instagram story for Dozolito. It was just amazing. And I love how everyone even had hankies. They had rubbed their mascara down, make it look like they were crying. But what was <laughs> the reaction? I saw everyone was all glammed up. But what was the reaction when they came to see you at the, the lingerie truck funeral? Well, most of these people I'd sort of talked to beforehand, and so we'd already gotten the hard stuff out of the way. And, yeah, I'm so lucky with the people I have around me. But, yeah, everyone sort of made sure I was okay and that I was fine with everything. And, yeah, they knew I was just excited about the party. So everyone kind of let that happen. I was like, woo, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved how you finished off the party in the martini glass. And just to hear your excitement, you had your arms up in there and you were just like, it's finally done. <laughs> it was so good and oh I was so happy the next day mm. <laughs> it was amazing but then I think yeah not boredom but the back to routine set in on Monday and then Tuesday and then Wednesday and Thursday and then Friday I kind of I didn't give myself a day off but I kind of mm, I was slow and I just let it happen yeah but well we're not doing much so let's rest these hands <laughs> <laughs> so then what's next for does Valido? what's next for the company well at the grand closing i had the garden of secrets i had um a bunch of mannequins and hangers and everything on it was um to be released in 2020 Ooh, that's so I've exciting. Got all my, yeah i'm not usually a planner so this is really good for me. I sort of, I've got a good idea of what I'm doing next year. And I've got all these fabulous looking prints. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, at the moment I'm doing, I'm making to order again because I just got a little too busy and 
sold out of everything I had in stock. It wasn't a ton of stuff. It wasn't as crazy as it sounds. Yes, yes, but you handmade everything, though. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yes, you handmade everything. You don't order a bunch of stock from overseas that gets made in a factory. You handmake everything. Yeah, so, I'm yes, the factory. That is incredible that you sold out of everything because all that you handmade yourself, that's just incredible, I have to say, as well. <laughs> Thank you. It um Yeah, it feels like a lot of unappreciated work a lot of the time, but... Yeah, the people who my customers know and they understand the value in it, which is really good for me. So, yeah, we're going to stock up <laughs> next year. I mean, I've got a long list of stuff I want to do next year, but now that I've I've closed that door, I've got like, I've still got enough open to keep me very busy and still got lots of things to do. And the other fun thing is my lovely friend slash first retailer with Love Brie Lacey. I've got a little, a little rack in there. I'm going to be expanding on that a fair bit. So we're still still giving people the option to shop in person if they want and try on things to their heart's content. That's exciting. And that's so good that you're so positive about the brand and that, yeah, you just took something that a lot of people would think of as a failure, but you just took it and just owned it and capitalized it, which I think is amazing. What would be your best advice then for women that are going through a business and they don't know whether maybe it's time to finish it? This goes against like so much advice out there, but I am so for doing business with your emotions, especially if you work solo like me. Like I have people I work with, but for the most part, I'm the decision maker and I'm on the receiving end of all the consequences. Like if I'm doing stuff without emotion, it comes through. And I think the excitement that I inject into Desvalido really helps. So if you aren't excited about it, and if it's a burden, people can probably tell. But yeah, I think... All you can do is try your best and um, do not compare yourself to other people because, honestly, it's just going to make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, take risks but have a backup plan. If you've got a plan B and a plan C, that's going to, you know, at least if things don't work out, that's not the end of everything. Thank you so much for the advice that that would definitely help a lot of entrepreneurs out there and people just looking to start a business and... Just you having a bloody funeral for the laundry truck is already just so badass and so inspiring. And yeah, I really thank you for that, for being so open about that. I really think more people should, because everyone, everyone has, you know, grand openings, but then when businesses close, there are so many that just close very quietly. And I'm still waiting for posts from one of my favorite brands from four years ago. Still waiting for one that says, hey, sorry, we're back, we're back. Like, are you coming back or not? I need that closure. (laughs) Mm, I reckon everyone should have funerals for their business. (laughs) Absolutely. And go out in at least half the amount of style and badassery of your funeral. That was incredible. Yes. Thank you. I was really (laughs) proud of it. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much, Alana, for letting me talk to you today. I really, really appreciate it so, so much. And, yes, I wish all the best for your brand, Desvalido. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode with Des Levito founder, Alana Becker. For more information on Des Levito's grand closing of the lingerie truck, make sure you head to Des Levito AU on Instagram and click on the Instagram story that says grand closing. You will see videos of people dressed in the nines, people dancing in martini glasses, and just pure badassery of how to close a business. And make sure you also head on over to the Des Levito website, which is 
deslevito.com.au. I highly recommend you check out the little knickers panties that she makes, which goes up to a size 22, by the way. How incredible is that? I need some in my life. And as always, make sure you hit subscribe or leave a review for this podcast and also head on over to the Nasty Woman Club's social media pages on Facebook and Instagram where I post more stories about women empowerment and intersectional feminism.